Welcome to episode 34 with Jesse Santana. So for this week only, Tucker the Draw becomes The Jesse Show. We were just talking there before we started recording that it's been a while since we last spoke. It was yeah. my first big adventure of a podcast of trying to get all 16 people in last year's Drew Galloway Invitational Tournament Absolutely. onto the one show. So I came to see you at PBW Academy in Barhead. Yes. And with a wee chat in the back room. Mm-hmm. We all love the back room. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we first chatted away. And again, you're one of the longer segments because at the time I didn't know you. Mm-hmm. You're one of the names that I wasn't aware of on it. I didn't know like, your character and stuff like that. Yeah. And I spoke to a couple of people just before and it's still like, kind of plays a bit of an effeminate character and kind of plays along with the crowd because <laughs> people had seen you like Academy Attacks and stuff at that yeah. point. But that was the first time kind of branching out a bit and yeah, you seen me going into the tournament. Um, so I've spoken to a couple of people since then who've been on it, like Craig Anthony, who's on this PBW card tonight as well. Oh, yes. So how was it for you to take that step of going away to like, being in a different crowd of wrestlers all there on that first night? Because I was, was 16 years old, getting ready backstage, uh-huh. and we didn't really all know each other too well. I didn't mind getting ready backstage. I'm, I'm filling it in room, a room full of boys, so I didn't really care. <laughs> it keep me happy, but um, it was nerve-wracking. Right. Because like when you go in, there's so many of these faces that you're going to be seeing so much much more often in the future, and you just you walk in, it's like you're shaking hands like hi, I'm this, I'm this, and this, and you've not really heard of mostly everyone because yeah. it was all like the breakthrough talent that was coming up, and obviously like um, I had Asad with me, so he was like <laughs> my wee lamb. We was just like, uh, of the wrestlers then, who were the ones you knew of and who's kind of new to you that you're like oh. I really should have heard of them because they are really good though. MD surprised you on the night. Um, so Damien really surprised me. I had never saw him before working and um, it was amazing. Yeah. He shocked me. I especially love when he brought out Austin Osiris in the ring. I was like cheating. We're always up for a bit of that. Yep. And then um, I'm really good pals with Saldato. So um, me and him obviously just go off the bat with each other. Yeah. It was like, I, I think we may actually work carrying a chunky one time and that's like the heaviest part of the ring. Right. And we're both like dying and then side and I was like, can I just drop this? And he's like, yeah, it's fine, I'll try and carry it. And I was just like, that's not going to work. Like, <laughs> um, so means I've got to have a good bond, love him a bits. Um, and then someone who um, actually became really pal away, that's my first time meeting them, was Jason Reed. Right. Um, I just got talking to him backstage, and generally he was just such a nice person with like the biggest baby face ever. Like, uh, <laughs> well, it depends where you see him because I've been up with him now to see him in WrestleZone, and he's certainly not locked up there. Oh yeah, well I've heard about that, but to me maybe it was because I don't know maybe our personalities bounced off each other. Yeah. I mean I'm a bitch, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, he welcomed me. We opened arms, but it was kind of like there was a lot of fresh faces there. Yeah. So it was good how well a lot of us bonded like we're just kind of like we're all sitting backstage or watching each other's matches and it's it's nerve-wracking because you're going into a, a match with i had never personally been in a match with someone that i had never known previously so like i've obviously wrestled with guys in the academy for academy attack stuff like that yeah but, like when i found out like you're wrestling down mckiver 
I was just kind of like, oh damn, like, I don't know this guy. I don't yeah. know what he's going to do. I don't know what he's going to be like. And it turns out he was actually really nice. <laughs> I love his hair. It looks like legless with all the rings, but <laughs> <laughs> other than that, no, Grant was really good. Um, I think we had a superb match and honestly, one of my best matches to date by far. Yeah, because that, that has been something I think really grown that over the last year has been this intermingling of the guys across different cards. Yeah. So seeing people going to different shows like tonight, there's source guys, well, what I've seen is like co-source guys are on the PBW show here yeah. in Marbert and then there's PBW guys are through at the, the, the source show that's on tonight as well. Yeah, absolutely. So there's this mix. So again, something we've seen, we've seen kind of a few niggles at you on Twitter before mentioned <laughs> that it would be wrestling but from when I came through to do the interview the first time yep. seeing you in the training and the way you were having your match and I think there was a bit of a practice match going on you were involved in as well that yep. day but you were very much about the wrestling your technique and things like that you're not just that sort of gimmick but yep. then I guess there is that from a wrestler side to you going into something you've never seen before did you see it as like, oh, this is a challenge, or was there, or was it a trepidation um, before it? So the character thing, the gimmick, um, it just came kind of natural to me. Keep talking. So basically, um, it was one time, and I had only just started the academy, and I was mostly doing like face tag matches, stuff like that, just as training matches. Yeah. And I was still trying to get my moves set together, find out how I want to be, stuff like that. And I can remember one time Ross just said a comment to me and I had my first match playing a heel. So I was doing all the heel work, blah, 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 screaming, stuff like that. And Ross turned to me and was like, where did that come from? And I was like, what do you mean? And he was just kind of like, it was very like sassy and all that. And he's, yeah. he, he tried not to offend me as much as possible. Like, <laughs> he did, I don't think it's offence, but like, he's just kind of like, would you ever play like that, you know, character? And I was Aye. like, what do you mean? He was like, like that. And I was like, like a flamboyant feminine type. And he's like, aye, that's the word I'm looking for. And I was just like, oh, absolutely, why not? Like, give it a shot. Yeah. But I was so young when I took the character on board that I was a bit nervous, like, oh my God, like, this is not going to end well for me. Like, it was like a hit or a miss, really, yeah. with it. And then as time went on, I just develop it more and more and more, come up with different ideas for it. Some of them can either be really stupid, like yeah. <laughs> was the one time when I bought myself a whip, <laughs> which I still not use, but... <laughs> but, but, but I think that is something, because you are quite young, what are you, how old are you? 21 now. You're 21 21 now. in February, I'm still young lads. <laughs> well, we're in March now, so you're, you're getting old like the rest is. Oh. But to, to take that on, because it is, let's face it, wrestling historically has always been quite a difficult industry for people to be open about sexuality yeah. and flamboyancy and things like that and it is always just a lot of it used to be kind of heel heat yeah. it was like done it like um, I was watching Canadian Stampede for another podcast for another night and it was when Goldust had just changed from being was it androgynous yeah. to being kind of mere straight laced oh look I've got she is actually my wife that's with me and stuff like that yeah. but it was used to get straight guys to boot but with your character, I think in the age we're in now, as I've said before we started recording, I've seen you use it in different ways. Yeah. So you you can use it to be an annoying overlay kind of like I, I, can't, <laughs> I, I, I don't know the PC term for kind of like very kind of screechy. Yeah. Kind of an, annoying as a person. <laughs> but then you can also use it as being like the ultimate baby face for the kid, uh-huh. the kids in the crowd because you can get like the younger boys to see somebody enjoying herself and like the girls in the crowd. Kind of 
gravitate to you. Yeah. As we've seen, we seem to have the most female friends of anybody in Scottish wrestling. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. No, with the girl audience members, I can remember um, I had my first main show debut against Kieran Kelly and Dumbarton. Yeah. And I remember I came out and I was just sweating and that, and the girl went, I love your leetard, where did you get it from? <laughs> and I just looked at her, I was like, do you want it? Because I'm just waiting for it right now. Aye. And I thought I was going to rip out it, but the wee girl was just like, I love that, where did you get it from? I don't even think she was there to see the wrestling, I generally think she just came out of swimming. Aye. And then for me to walk through like half naked, I remember like my booty was almost fully out, like, <laughs> no, but um, the fan response you get is, is really good because um, in this day of age, as you say, it's more acceptance. Yeah. Um, sometimes it can be a rare thing where people just obviously are old fashioned and they tend yeah. to boo you stuff like that but I don't let that get to me because at the end of the day um, I can go out and they can boo me to start with yeah. but then when I start getting in the ring and do my stuff you yeah. turn around you see them clapping for you and that and yeah. it's just about winning the fans over No, I think it's something I remember back because um, I've done a wee bit with Ross before the, the Juice tournament and when yeah. he was speaking about yourself it's like if anybody's got a problem with your gimmick and it is rather than it's based on a prejudice and not what you're doing in the ring. Yeah, that's their problem, and that's not anything that wrestling's ever going to solve. Yeah, but if you can use that, and have seen you use that to your own advantage of you, as the age we're in now, that person's going to be the minority rather than you being the minority. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I completely understand that. Like, definitely, um, the crowd response doesn't really—it's not something that fears me as long as I'm doing my job right. I can take away from it. Yep. At the end of the day, I'm the one getting paid for it. <laughs> I'm getting paid to entertain, but also at that, I'm not. The money's the last thing in my mind. Yeah. I'm out there for the fans specifically. So whether I'm a bad guy, I'm going to make sure they know I'm a bad guy. And whether I'm a good guy, then I'm going to show I'm a good guy. Yep. But even with the bad guy, at times sometimes you will hear the rare fans and that cheer for me, just because yep. they're in love with like how different it can be. So like, just how entertaining you can be. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is. It's just you're so. I guess it's that old thing of the best wrestling characters. People turned up to eleven, mm-hmm. and having done shots being the catty, you away for wrestling. <laughs> is, you turned up to eleven, and it's. I think people can see that you're not playing a character. It's no. You're being me. You. <laughs> I was going to use your shoot name, but no, I was going to say you're you turned up to eleven. But yeah. Um, <laughs> So before we, like we started recording, I was just going over with you, kind of what you were comfortable with talking about, etc. Mm-hmm. And I don't, again, I don't want anybody who's listening to this to think of that in a bad way. It's just, Jesse's a much younger person than myself. I don't want to go into areas he's not comfortable talking about. <laughs> but we had talked about like your sexuality, you're a gay man. Yeah. And you'd got into... Sometimes it's meant to drug him up. I think we there at one point. But, uh, in that then, for what you said, you hadn't came out when you started wrestling training. Yeah. Did was there any fear from you when you were in training or anything like that? Like, I know you choked earlier on about being in the dressing room with all these guys, etc. <laughs> but was it? Because I think talking to you it comes across fairly as not hard to guess. Um, <laughs> and I mean, at the best way because they just got yeah. over you. But the was there any fears for you about starting training when? Kind of just the stories from the past. I guess which um, I guess it's a good example of the way that they went away and uh, kind of the progress and the things that you're doing. Yeah, the hundred percent. There was a lot of fear starting. Um, partially was actually because um, I loved obviously like wrestling, like down the way stuff like that, and I was a big fan of like the male. But with that, I was also a big fan of the female side of yep. things as well. So like, if you watch half my moveset, it 
most likely be at least 95% female moves. Like. Right. <laughs> but like um, coming into like a male dominated sport, we can say, um, there was a biggest worry like when, I, when you watch it on like TV for example, you see guys that's in shape, like their physique is yeah. incredible, like it's nice. <laughs> and then they've got like, just say their tights, their trunks and stuff like that. And I was just like, I'm not going to fit in here at all. Like, that's not going to happen. And then when I was younger, I did suffer from like acne. Yeah. So like my skin was really bad. So like the fear of me taking my top off and wrestling, I was yeah. like, oh my God, like this is going to be a nightmare. But then like once Jesse, became Jesse. Yeah. We got my I remember Ross said to me, he wanted me to bring him a gear to training. I tried it on, came out and he was like, I love it. And he's like, I think we should call you Jasmine. And I was like, Jasmine? Aye. Really? <laughs> I just looked at him and I was just like, uh, is that not a girl's name? Like specifically? And he's just like, but we can make it work. And then he went, Well do you know what? You throw ideas at me and we Aye. can work together and come up with a good one. And then I was coming up with stupid names, like, I must have changed my ring out ten times, like, I had, like, some names, like, as you would honestly think, <laughs> I don't know. Was there a focus on, because Jesse is a name that could be male or female? Yes. Was there a direct thing of using that, or was it just that you found the name? Um, so, basically, after many, many times, like, I was coming up with names, like, such as, like, Genesis and Shame right. Monique, stuff like right. that, like, you know, literally, the list goes on. But um, eventually, at the time, actually, when I was younger, I was at like one of my favourite programmes at the time. <laughs> this gives it a bit away now, this right. gives it sexuality. Um, I was a big fan of Glee. <laughs> I don't know, a lot of my married mates are big fans of Glee as well, so. There you are. <laughs> um, so it was kind of like one of my favourite characters that actually was named Santana. Right. And she was like a spicy Latina, like, bitch, so to be. Like, she right. was a very tell straight forward. You know what I mean? Like somebody you could just put something in a place like that. And then one of my favourite male characters in it was Jesse. But the fact I liked Jesse because it was a male yeah. and female name. Yeah. And I thought, actually, the funny part was I actually imagined the crowd shouting to me like, Jesse, Jesse, in a bad or good way. Like. Yeah, no, it's got that. Okay, I don't know, it's not ambiguity, but it's got that kind of double meaning. Yeah. Um, you could use it that way as well. Aye, absolutely. And um, so I just put both one together. Um, Ross asked for three different names, sent them across. And I remember we're getting out um, at the unit one time, I went to pack the ring. And he was like, Jesse Santana, did you say? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I like that. Stick with it. Aye. And then there was a point where we Google searched it and not the best results come up. Like, right. <laughs> mostly it's me now, so I don't need to worry about that. But then not the best results came up. Um, and then basically I said to Ross, like, oh my God, I want to change it. And he was like, no, I like it. You're not no. changing it, it suits you. So you're not changing it now. You're, yeah. like, got, you're getting too much now to change it. And then I'm glad I kept it because like, I wouldn't have like the Jesse show or yeah. stuff like that with it. So I'm completely happy with it and settled. Bring me. <laughs> no, it's, and again, it's got that kind of zooming into it. It sounds like a wrestler name as well. Thank you. It's not, it's not just a, a, a. I don't know if there's a wrestler called John Brown that's out there, but it's, it's, it's not just a quite kind of basic name. It's, uh-huh. it's a name that sounds like if somebody said there's a, there's a male wrestler called Jesse Santana. It wouldn't take much for me to think of what they looked and how they acted, yeah. which is what they'll get when they see you. And sure. But then there's the twist. I, I, I do want to talk about your wrestling as well, because you know, you said you do quite female-inspired moves. Yep. You do them very aggressively. 
Absolutely. It's not, it's not <laughs> like if anybody's ever seen, like, sorry, Summer Ray, if you're listening to this, but seen her doing like her X Factor move. Like, if you ever see that, the way you do, Summer Ray, she'll be listening. <laughs> if she is, I'm very sorry, and I know it will never be wed, but. <laughs> but there, there is that kind of, you do have a real kind of aggression to you as well. It's not. Yeah. It's not that you're kind of playing soft with people. It's uh-huh. you you go in very aggressively on it, and you've got that side to your character as well. Be it as a fiery baby face or yeah. as a mean and nasty bad guy. So do you enjoy like? Oh, <laughs> 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 enjoy being rough. <laughs> <laughs> do you enjoy about a rough and tumble in the ring? But um, yes, and then that we'll talk about wrestling. At the end, <laughs> 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 at the end of the day, um, even though I'm like the way I'm. And I've got this big flat point in that. It, don't take the man away from me. Like, I'm born and bred in Pollock. Like, <laughs> so, um, at the end of the day, I remember Ross actually said to me one time, like, hit harder. And I've, after that, I've just been, like, not creaming people. Aye. But I'm making it look as if I'm actually hitting them. Well, I'm not hitting them, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm giving them as much as they give me. Mm-hmm. And there's been, I can actually remember I was in the ring with somebody one time and I just grabbed them and I went, hit me. Because we're doing like, oh, we like strikes Ash and beat him. <laughs> and I literally just grabbed him and hit me. So at the end of the day, like, I might be this big flamboyant thing, but I pack a punch. Like. <laughs> um, that works for you as well. Being a, small, a bit smaller, yeah. in excellent <laughs> <Fragile>. terms. Um, <laughs> Cute. <laughs> I'm looking at everything away for this podcast. Some kids, some kids listen. But the, that works for, because if you're a weird guy getting battered, if folk are hitting you harder, they're going to get their fans on your side because they're like, oh, that wee, wee guy kind of defend himself. Or if you're the, the bad guy, it's, oh shit, look, he can actually fight and he can hold his own. He's not just cheating and stuff like that. He can yeah. throw a punch and throw a bit with that as well. Because mm-hmm. we've seen well, the rough and tumble where you've been through. Um, like you, su- you suffered a knee injury late last year that had you for a while. <laughs> yes, um, that was very emotional, right. so to speak. Um, Basically. So what, what, what was it that happened? So um, I was actually, I had Airdrie that week, so right. I was supposed to be on Airdrie and I was so looking forward to it. I was supposed to be wrestling Craig, Craig Anthony right. and Airdrie, as you know, is one of Ross's big events. Aye. So I was absolutely ecstatic for it, like the excitement was going through me and um, we had a training match on the Sunday and one of the younger trainees I was trying to get through and um, he basically went mind blank and forgot. Right. So at that moment I was trying to get to the next spot and funny enough um, I called my rear view to him right. so basically the rear view is when I jump up in a box jump and they run straight into my bottom that is the rear view <laughs> but um, basically what had happened I couldn't really see because I do it backwards of course Right. but the bump didn't feel right when he was because usually they bump between my legs and I get a perfect clean landing Aye. but basically my right leg ended up on top of him right. and my left knee overextended right. and from then I just tell myself go to the ground and I try, actually tried to roll over to my partner right. to carry on the match and then when I knew I couldn't even roll I knew something was up and from there I've never had like a proper serious injury right. before that was like a fracture in my shoulder but I was better in like four weeks Aye. when that happened I was in like state of shock like I was fear I was angry <laughs> and it's kind of like I beat myself up about it like um, I cow if I had just stuck to simple things that would never have happened and I should have known better 
So what was the actual injury? Did they diagnose what you'd done? Yep, so it was a dislocation to the knee, so the knee had popped out right. and slid back in. Um, and with that, the whole thing was just swollen. Um, they, so they said to me, the hospital said, take six to eight weeks out of training. Um, I was actually working out of because basically they'd given me two crutches. And right. <laughs> the weather was so bad, and I've never been a crutch in my life. Aye. So I was just getting blown away. Like <laughs> I had um, my good friend Rosie Knight push me about in a wheelchair in the middle of Tesco where you were picked up chocolate. <laughs> um, so she helped me a lot at that time because um, I didn't really, I couldn't fend for myself with honest talk. I didn't really know what to do. Yeah. Um, five weeks came though and I was so desperately wanting to go back to train. I can I hate sitting there and watching the sidelines. Yeah. And I can remember there was a Kip Sabian and Amir Jordan seminar and um, oh, can we talk Kip Sabian what a man by the way like <laughs> I'm yours good luck too uh, but basically um, we had a seminar and we had basically separated class and different levels and yep. then I'm here done some things with the experienced ones and then we would switch over and do like an experience and then we yep. kind of took turns and I had to sit out in that seminar so see just to sit there and watch while everyone's like participating in something that could have helped me a lot it was majorly disappointing. Yeah. Um, the following week I thought I could come back and I had a training match and I went down again just by hitting someone in the back. I right. tripped on the mats and I went down again I couldn't move. And then um, when I went back to the hospital, etc., um, they had basically said that the same thing, like I just need to let it rest. Right. I need to go to physio and strengthen it up. Yeah. But I was just so focused on getting back. Like yeah. I wanted to go back so much. I knew Dumbarton was coming up and everything, so I was trying so hard. Yeah. But it was just unrealistic at that point. Um, obviously, I was supposed to be in a tag match and respect as well. Right. And um, Danny Edwards kindly filled, filled in for me, um, which I couldn't be more happy about because he has a major breakthrough in talent. He has yeah. coming up big time. So, um, one of the many kid fights I hear. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> um, but Danny Edwards is actually a good friend of mine outside wrestling as well. So, if it was somebody to take my yep. place, I'm so happy it was him. And then, but see, even just to be a ringside for them, cheering them on, being a good cheerleader that I was, um, I couldn't have been happier with the way the match turned out. And I'm happy because it gave him an opportunity as well. So, yeah. 100%. So did you like, follow the full process then to get rehab that time? Did, did you listen to them about resting until you were ready and not try to rush back? Or? So um, I tried not to rush back but Kings Road Warriors came about. Yeah. And um, basically... That's a segue for me then, why don't you? How do you go? <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Vega had contacted me and uh, basically been like, Sammy wants to do this thing. Um, for Kings Road Warriors, it's gonna basically going to be like, I'm partnered with Sammy, Angel will be partnered with... Uh, Aspen and you'll be part of the Lewis and I was like okay that sounds good sounds fun yeah. um, and they were like so when do we start and I was thinking like next month and she was like oh this week and I was just like oh Jesus like I've still got a knee injury I'm scared to see what happens yeah. um, so basically when I went though Aspen kindly taped up on my knee for me so he made sure there was no way of that coming out whatsoever Yeah. Um, I wore a knee brace to make sure everything was good and I wore mini pads obviously um, but you can still feel the pressure on it. Yeah. So I had to watch what I was doing, like a hundred percent. There was no way I was still fit enough to have a match. Yeah. Um, but Kingsford Warriors kept me out there, kept my face going. 
Because um, it was for, it was for people who maybe not watched it yet. It was kind of a spin-off of the, the King's Road stuff that the like Aspen and Lewis had been doing, kind of mini videos wise for a few months. And then they took the three youths as what they seen as up and coming talent. Yeah. A lot of promise. Paired you off with each of them as you said there. And then you kind of different challenges and things, or little skits and stuff, <laughs> which again was a really good chance for you to show your personality. And yes. Especially with Lewis, as he often does, especially when I see him at like, say, like Discovery, yeah. he very much plays the kind of straight man to a degree where he asks stuff, or can go ridiculously silly at the other end of it as well. Yeah. I've seen him kind of sit, laying himself up in a turnbuckle five minutes after a match and getting chased to get out. But he knows that he's got that good comedy side to him as well. So yeah. how was that working with him? Lewis was a doll, like, from the get-go. Um, I had spoken to Lewis previously at Respect. Yeah. And it was kind of like one of these things where you just, like, get along with someone. Like, it was just back and forth conversations. Yeah. And it was helping me out a lot, actually. We were talking about my knee injury, stuff like that. Um, and it was just like a farmer, randomly. Um, right. I liked his jacket, that's how it actually came about, because he went. He was wearing his garage jacket, right. and it was actually really nice. Right. Um, <laughs> so when I was paired with Lewis, um, I was really happy actually, because it's, I don't know, I thought we were very funny. Yeah. <laughs> Lewis is very, like, um, I don't know, if anyone who's never saw it, you know that film, The Ring, <laughs> with a woman that has a head <laughs> over her face, and she's just like bland. Um, Lewis was like that at first, and then I was like the happy go cheerleader like I, d- I did put in a wee bit of beef at this point so a wee Pac-Man kind of <laughs> person um, but no Lewis was a great help um, it was fun doing the whole thing even with Sammy and Aspen as well obviously and Angel, Angel and Ashley yeah it was um, these are people that I know very well um, I didn't really know like for instance like Aspen that that well yeah um, I had been in a tag match with Sam before during the camps but um, like me and Sammy had a good one just kind of like we love food so yeah. <laughs> I think that's where it all started um, as for Aspen he obviously helped me a lot with my knee and that um, he helps me with things like getting back in the ring some moves I can use stuff like that um, and as for Lewis is my like my wrestling daddy now like <laughs> <laughs> well if you say that you're only going to make Sean McLaughlin jealous so oh Sean if you're listening like <laughs> I love you <laughs> If uh, I talk about people wearing nice jackets, um, Sean's wardrobe makes mine look dull. <laughs> <laughs> Sean does have a very unique fashion. Um, I remember I posted a picture and I had this shirt on, it was like very patterny. And he commented on it and was like, Where did you get that from? <laughs> and I actually never told him because I was like, No, he's not copying me. Like, <laughs> just need to wait, wait a season till it's out of fashion and tell him to send a lot of me. As the easiest person I've ever met him at Ibrox to give a ticket for the Rangers game. Yeah. And he was the easiest person to spot because everybody else is in like dark jackets and blue scarves. And he comes up in this. Paisley patterned, bright yellow and greeny thing, and I'm like, are you sure? I'm going to work on them to get like a shirt on my face just made on it, right. and then at the back just see like off limits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on wearing that one. So, when you've done the King's Road stuff, and I guess that's a good opportunity because in the Scottish scene, anyway, there's not a lot of opportunities really for people to do a lot of video stuff or kind of interviews in the ring or to get your personality over yeah. to maybe audiences that haven't seen or heard in the three years because you've seen like, the stuff you're doing so you're on tonight yeah. um, you're in the R&Echo and what, 
one of the semi-main events of tonight's show. Yep. You've got um, Ashley and... Just say it and I'll say it. Angel. Angel. <laughs> You've got uh, Ashley and Angel are away doing things everywhere. So yeah. The magnificent match at Discovery last month. Uh-huh. Now taking a kind of show on the road everywhere. So people are getting to see the, the kind of other side to you as well. Oh, there are people who aren't having a show because they've got that other bit to them as well. It's not yeah. just that you can wrestle. You've got the other side you can give as well and the personality. And they can show people stuff and say, right, mm-hmm. this is, I've got this bit more that I've done. Uh-huh. Um, so that's something you like to do more of to show your personality side. Because you are very easy to get on with and chat with. And <laughs> again, there's the amount of people that talk about you, like away from shows and stuff, about how friendly you are and you've always got a word for people and kind yeah. of all very positive on social media about other people and their stuff. Uh-huh. So what else are you looking to do and get involved in wrestling? Is um, this your short term goals? I know we've got a, got a show tonight. I've just keep the nine times. So <laughs> throw me down the stairs. Um, don't worry, Aaron Echo will be waiting patiently for me if he doesn't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so last year, obviously, before the injury did come about, um, things were picking up really well. I'd done some of the camps run. I got to work with the likes of Ravy Davy, who's also a big character. Yeah. Um, so being in the ring with him was fun. Um, and then, obviously, with that, I got to tag with Angel, who's a good friend of mine. Um, and then, with that being said, camps, you've spoken to Dean about them before. Yeah. Um, me and Dean actually were really good pals. Um, and with that, being just back in the ring, in like a different style, because camps are completely yeah. different from anything that I'd experienced. I remember my first one was Craig Tara. And I was tagging with Krieger, and ironically, I was wrestling Kid Fight, my coach, and yeah. Aaron Echo. And I can remember Craig Tara, I looked out in the audience, and there was just, it was busier than I thought, but obviously yeah. it was the holiday party, it was in the middle of summer, so. And it's I, obviously pushing around outside, so everybody's inside. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I remember Krieger, like, we were coming out to some cheesy song. And I remember Craig, I was like, after you. And I had my Elton John sparkly jacket on and my <laughs> Elton John glasses. And I just went out and that way I, I was like, I'm going to do this pose and this pose. And I went out and I saw the crowd and I went, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yay! And I just looked at Craig and he just like looked at me like, you're going to be fine, but <laughs> you can do it. And then um, I think I actually took like 20 minutes of my entrance just doing that. So um, I felt bad, but see, even getting to work, the like, so kid fight my coach it was that is like a checklist bucket yeah. list crossed off and Aaron Echo he helped me a lot when he was in the academy obviously he's got big things coming for him now Yeah. so when he was in the training position as well he helped me an awful lot like just in general he actually taught me my first bumps Right. so um, he helped me when I was there well, last year as well one of the things I'd like to bring up wrestling wise is I done Belladrum Right. which was a Belgium festival. Yeah. Um, I can't actually remember what it was, like four hours away or something, down at Inverness, we didn't have a clue. Um, but basically, um, we had obviously like a mixture of talent. We had like Joe, Mark, we also had like people like Danny Hope mm-hmm. from like England. Um, we had Johnny Lyons from W3L, who you know well. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, so, Belladrum was an experience because I felt as if it was the, the time where I didn't know, I was so nervous coming into like 
a locker room like Jester and all that Aye. just putting out there I was so nervous because and it was kind of that point like I was the one coming up from PBW so when I had like matches like that and you would see like Chester and Grado Grado I'm good pals with really good pals so he's like just like my wee sugar plum like <laughs> <laughs> the first time I met him he's just like do you want to go to KFC <laughs> he paid for it so <laughs> um, so he's me and him I've just got a good bond regardless um, yin to my yang should I say <laughs> but it was so nerve wracking especially because we're get, basically getting trained and changed in like a trailer caravan yep. thing and it was like so me surrounded by like Lionheart Chester Mark and Joe we had David Blazer obviously no Blaze before <laughs> he doesn't know Blaze but um, I was always both nights we were there performing, well, both night days, um, statues. So there was the tent was full, and um, I wrestled Danny Hope the first night. And being honest, I didn't really know much of him. Yeah. But I'm so glad I got to wrestle him. Like, just one of the kindest guys I ever met Aye. in my life. Um, really good, but then also knows his character stuff as well. Yes. We've seen him a few times at Target and the, the uh-huh. supermodels tag team he does. Yes. Oh, yeah. He is a handsome man, but. <laughs> It was quite funny. I'm getting quite offended. You, everybody's been told I'm handsome, man. I'm just going to stand outside. <laughs> it was like Sorry, he, he put on his gear, and I saw it, and it was frilly and all that. And I was like, "Hey!" I was like, "Are you doing a gay about to it?" And then he was like, "No, no, no." And then I heard his music hit, and it was like a song that I knew when I was a wee boy. It was like Prima G or something, and it was like they're like uh, two girls, and it's them singing. It's like very poppy, and I heard that come out, and I'm like. I'm wrestling this guy in literally two minutes, but I'm sitting about to twerking to his song. Like. <laughs> so wrestling him was amazing, but in the way the card worked was it was always me and then the coffees would be next. Aye. So we would always be out signing autographs together, and I was a bit nervous because the boss was like go 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 because they were already out there. He was Aye. like go 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 go, and I was like oh my god oh my god. And so Aye. I like ran on the stage and everyone was like hey. <laughs> And then I just, I remember Mark just going, it's Jesse Coffey, make way! And then I was just like, <laughs> that way I was nervous. Um, but I feel as if, well, hopefully guys, I fitted in well. Um, I just kind of be myself around them. Um, yeah. I was nervous, so I was quite quiet. But every single person that I've spoken to um, generally was so nice to me. Um, Mark and me, have like a good pally power between each other and even that like Joe helped me a lot obviously when I was injured um, I did sell a lot of Joe's merch at shows yeah. so um, he helped me a lot when I was injured and we spoke about like the ways of getting back and it got to a point where I was so scared that I was never going to be able to wrestle again and he was like listen I snapped my leg like obviously Aye. snapped my leg in two so if I can do it you can do it and even at that now um, even some of like the more experienced guys have helped me such a huge bundle and I couldn't be thankful for that. Aye. Now it is, and for thing, getting to do things like Belladrum or getting taken places, uh, it's a reward for the work you're doing. Like it gets, it's not just everybody gets taken along with these things. Mm-hmm. Um, from all the different people I've spoken to and the things I pick up, is that there is these things that are a reward for your hard work or your effort and your attitude. Yeah. And that's why you're getting taken along with these things from what you're doing, with all the right things you're doing. Yeah. Um, and that's just generally what I hear across everybody's I've said a couple of times. No matter anybody's got even slightly a bad word to say about anything you're doing. Thank you. You're <laughs> making all the right impressions and speaking to, and like doing all, like keeping the right attitude and stuff like uh-huh. that. So it's certainly getting noticed across the scene. Yeah. People 
do ask me about different people or have you seen this person or what about that or what are they like and yeah somebody I can always speak highly and that's quite easy thank to do thank you so much thank you um, so I'm most surprised to hear that when you're up speaking up with these kind of established names that you're meaning as well and yeah. from like Mark and Joe often talk about it being one of their favourite weekends that they've done in ages. Oh yes, I'll do it. Jerry Cinnamon was there, of course, I've heard some of the old school Belgium stories, and there's, you know, in years to come there'll be ones that come out of that weekend, but yeah. probably a bit too soon to discuss at the moment. <laughs> well, I hope to be Belgium this year again, if we go, definitely. Um, but basically, um, I'd also like to shout out as well um, my Lambert match <laughs> with BT Gun, of course. Right. Um, I was so nervous for that because BT Gun was like an our bucket list opponent. Because was that not? Did the Cardinal really have to get really shuffled about that night because yes. something? Was somebody was Kenny up? was injured. Aye. So I didn't know I was on that, but I, I was coming along to do my usual. Yeah. And Ross was like, "You brought your gear, didn't you?" And I was like, "Yes," and because like, I Ross stayed near me, so I would normally go to his. Aye. And I would just take off with him. And then, that sounds so wrong. I'm so sorry, Ross. <laughs> and sorry, Lucy Cole as well. <laughs> um, so basically, um, he said, You've got your stuff, aren't you? And I was like, Yeah, why? And he was just like, Yeah, good, you're going to need it. And I was just like, Oh my God, what's happening right now? And then, uh, no, wait, I think I'm telling a lie. He told me previously, a couple of days before, Aye. but he said it was like he would get back to me on it just to make sure. Yeah. Um, so Kenny was um, injured. So basically, I was filling in for Kenny, and um, everyone knows like I'm naturally predominant to heal. Yeah. So when I was told, by the way, your face, what, my like whole soul dropped in me. Because that is a big spot. Because as well, pretty much anywhere BT Gun goes, no matter how he tries to behave, he's pretty much at that status in Scottish wrestling. That he's going to get cheered. Yes. He's he's at that really kind of. That stage of doesn't matter what it does, but at PBW at the time we'd been bad guys, but with Stevie when we were tag champs, then uh, lost the belt to Stevie, but we were still in kind of bad guy mode. And he was trying that, and then you came out, and I was like, Oh, I don't know how this is going to work. So at that point, I'd only seen you in the tournament match, yes. and you'd been the bad guy in that. Mm-hmm. But then that was where I'd seen that complete other side of you, and like if you can play a good guy against BT Gun, yeah, and get the crowd in your side and the crowd aware. And I said, I was just sat myself at the back that night. But there's people about me chatting about you and stuff, and people are like, who's that oh. guy? Like, when you get people asking that, that's when you know somebody's got somebody's attention. Yes. When they want to know more about that person. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, but so that was kind of a big spot to go into, and Barbara is one of the bigger shows as well. Yeah. Um, a new audience you hadn't wrestled here before, mm-hmm. so that's kind of quite testament to all the stuff you're doing. But how yeah. you went on that match? How did that feel afterwards, knowing that you'd took that um, challenge on? So. Before, um, even afterwards, beforehand, I was backstage and me and Craig are very good friends. And I can remember I was having a wee bit of panic and he was just like, I'm defined, like, don't worry, go there and kill it. Aye. But I had like full support from all the guys, like, and I can remember just sitting there backstage and I could hear BT gun, BT gun. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I am not going out. Like, I'm not, I'm going to get booed. And as soon as I went out, I was like, come on. It's just kind of like, and the nerves in me. But see, after it was done, and I heard the crowd were clapping with me, yeah. and they were getting behind me, jumped up. Yeah. I literally would love to do it all again. Yeah. Because BT Gun was an absolute honour to work. And with that, he literally said to me, like, 
I remember I was like, oh, I might turn into characters in a wee bit because I don't know what to do. And he went, no, we're going to do all the gay spots Aye. and we're going to have fun with it. And I was just like, I don't know how the crowd's going to take this. And we've done it and I wouldn't take anything back from that match Aye. whatsoever. Maybe my wee slip on the ropes, but apart from that. <laughs> that. That never happened. But, uh, no, it was, and that was, that was in the audience that night just watching. And it was good to see him, just said, BT's in that kind of legend status in Scottish wrestling, and uh, he can do anything. Yeah. As a wrestler, he can do any kind of style and anything like that as well. And he's kind of bulletproof. Yeah. So it's, I guess that's good for him. He's setting an example there as well, showing you're somebody who's got all these mm-hmm. traits, character traits and things that you can throw into a match. Yeah. And he's showing that, well, anybody can have that type of match. I presume if he was backstage at a show and you were there and somebody started to be a bit smart about it, it's quite easy reference point to go, well, if I can do it, you can do it. And yeah. it's that kind of setting example as being yeah. the guy who'd been a PBW champion for about two and a bit years before, yeah. at least. He was um, amazing, like, literally major fan so to for him to come back to me and be like i had so much fun that was good and he was like i would definitely do it again that to me was like i didn't expect that caught me off guard and i was like i love you (laughs) (laughs) so who else then before we start to wrap things up Um, um who else have you wrestled that you like to or but, but is there any other matches that stand out to you so far, or is there anybody you've got coming up that you're oh, excited wow. to be wrestling with? Um, so I'm very looking forward to facing Aaron Echo tonight because obviously I, that's like technically he partially trained me. Like yeah. Kid Fight was my main coach, but Aaron Echo helped me. And I wouldn't know how to bump without him. So him, definitely, I'm looking forward to tonight. Um, I really want to wrestle. So basically. Um, one of my actual good friends, um, Logan Smith, yep. you've already heard of him, um, he was out for a year and a half, something like that, Aye. with a shoulder injury, and literally he got to the point where he was at his lowest points and he was ready to give up and he was like, I'm never going to get better, and I like was talking to him and I was like, yep. you can do it, you can do it, and I sounded like honestly a preacher, but with him being injured, he was still helping me my journey the whole way, and I can remember just before he got injured in fact, I tagged with him in an academy attack match right. and literally like I've never had a bond with somebody so much we could literally fight one minute and then the next I'm just like here we go so I really hope apart from myself um, I want to do really well for myself of course this year Jesse Show keep the hashtag but um, Logan Smith is definitely right there with me yeah he's like you know how you like you get a partner and you're like you see it in a cheesy movie and you're like i'll be with you i'll be by your side that is like my wee injury buddy (laughs) (laughs) so as then like the rest of the year i presume then you might be busy you're now back healthy ready to wrestle fingers crossed for healthy yeah i still eat cheeseburgers all the time but (laughs) (laughs) um no this year um completely raw said it best Stop worrying about everything else around you and focus on yourself. So I'm taking every single detail on board. I'm clean slate. I'm back. I'm developing character to the fullest. Um, hashtag ringmistress. Just <laughs> 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 saying, uh, we'll be featured tonight. Um, but basically, I just look to get in the ring this year with so many more people. I hope to get my match with Craig Anthony that I missed in Airdrie. Yeah. I hope because he is an amazing talent. 
Um, with that I'm quite happy to watch his dog while you have that match. If he has a cute dog, I'll watch the dog and you can have the match. I'm not wrestling him, he's quite, he's quite violent, I've seen him. Uh, but I've seen that, the dog bit my leg the minute I went to his house. So. Right, doesn't matter then, keep the dog, <laughs> because my legs ain't getting bit, my, my, my knees are already bad enough. Um, but no, I definitely would like to... Um, get the ring more people um, I would like to do this year definitely something on my list is to do a bit of um, an agenda wrestling right. I would love to get in the ring with Viper like straight up Viper uh-huh. <laughs> she's amazing um, Kaylee, for instance um, and then obviously with the men being said I would love to wrestle Lewis Govan <laughs> my wrestling daddy I would love to wrestle him um, obviously with the likes of that there's just so many names at the moment that are up and coming talent yeah. or current talent but you've got big names signed to obviously WWE UK and I'm like why don't you just come home one day wrestle me and then you can go back but with that being said I met Isla Dawn um, right away we got off right click she's <laughs> right away yeah. she was an absolute darling like um, sold her merch at North Wrestling when I was injured and North Wrestling is definitely on my list for things this year I want to go to I want to try different aspects so I'm so used to family shows that I want to see if I can take my gimmick to the next level, yeah. like an ICW show level. So like an over 18, see what happens. But I've got a few ideas up my <laughs> sleeve, so we shall see. <laughs> no, no, I think you do, but whichever way you take your character or wherever you take your wrestling style as well, because there's that, there's going to be a preconception the minute you walk out, but the minute you start wrestling, people change that very quickly yeah. um, in your style and what you're doing. So certainly, again, you're somebody mentioned it for a while about getting the chance to sit down and talk took advantage of the day being in Larbert to get a bit of time before the show and hopefully you'll go into internet against Aaron Echo because yep. um, he's no the room I can't tell him that Aaron Echo I'm coming for you be yeah. aware well by the time this comes it'll probably be Friday so you've already beaten him <laughs> <laughs> or, or he's beaten whoever wins it was a great match but then um, just if people are looking to find you for bookings or just in your social media etc if they're not yes. if they're stupid enough to not already be following your <laughs> what a kiss up you? you know, you're just looking for me call you handsome <laughs> <laughs> so on twitter I am Jesse Santana UK and you better follow me um, on Instagram I am underscore Jesse Santana underscore I believe so you can also like my page on Facebook Jesse Santana and if you don't you can certainly kiss my sass <laughs> no, no, no. thank you thank you Cheers. a big thank you to my guest and to you for listening if you enjoyed that show then please go and look at the back catalogue of shows that are available wherever you get podcasts from be it iTunes, Spotify, Podbean or wherever If you want to leave a comment on social media about how you enjoyed the show, then you can find the show on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. All sites are at Tuck of the Draw. Or leave a review wherever you get a podcast from. And uh, until next time, enjoy your wrestling.